0: Hey, I'm Claire, and I'm Janice, and this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches, here to help you
1: beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of X-Files. We are so, so glad that you are here and we are impressed with you for committing to your healing journey. You're awesome, you're doing the right thing. And hello, Claire as well. Hi Janice. (laughs) Hey, how are you this beautiful morning?
0: I am doing good. It is indeed a beautiful morning. So definitely trying to enjoy the summer while it lasts
1: here mm-hmm. oh come on, come on don't go there we've got a few more months I know <laughs> I'm just
0: like it's so short
1: um, well that's just because we have such a crazy winter here I think it's that's still true. in our minds we're having yeah um oh, I was gonna say we're having fading affect bias but we're not we're having the opposite we're thinking about the snow <laughs> that's yeah. what's staying with us because that was pretty pretty yeah. crazy but no this is good we've got a couple months left Yes. It's, yeah. Beautiful hot back summer. So hot thank you to summer. everyone for being here and getting info on making your hot vac summer even hotter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to be talking about uh, just staying friends with someone who you have feelings for. Mm -hmm. And before we begin, we just want to say if you like this episode and you want support with your dating situation or your breakup situation or your unrequited love or your crush or your moving on journey, please look us up, hit us up, hop into our DMs for more information because we love working one-on-one with people and we are thrilled when we get to work with listeners
0: yes yeah for sure and um it, it coaching has changed both of our lives hmm. um as yeah. as like the coachy, um <laughs> and so being able to help others in that same context is really really cool for us and sometimes it's exactly what you need to just you know create a huge opportunity out of what can be just a really sucky thing, like a breakup. So yeah, highly recommend.
1: The first time I worked with a coach was actually during my divorce and it really made such, such, such a big difference. Yeah, And it can for you as well. Um, I think a lot of people don't quite know exactly what it means or entails.
0: So, you know, get in touch with us and we'll let you know. Yeah, exactly. And we both do um, consults to Mm -hmm. like talk about what it is. So, you know, we can chat for about 30 minutes and see whether it's the right fit for you, hear a little bit about your situation. And, you know, sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes it's what convinces you to, you know, take the leap and be like, yeah, this is actually really going to help. So, yeah. We know a
1: lot of you are really committed to the healing journey. And sometimes it does take a little bit more of an investment in, I guess, time, money,
0: yeah, um,
1: and energy. And yeah. so if that's something that you'd like to do this
0: summer, we're there for you. Commit here for you. Because we will keep you accountable. Oh yes. Yep. <laughs>
1: and you know, we give support in between sessions as well. So we really yeah. are like kind of Um, mentors cheerleaders were very very present in your journey we're
0: like your bff who will call you on your shit and also never be like you know i'm sick of talking about your breakup (laughs) because we're we're never gonna get sick of that so um (laughs) yeah so that's that's kind of nice so with that let's head on into the episode so friends Let's just be friends. Yeah, so this is friends. not, should I stay
1: friends? This is kind of, this is the situation. The situation. Yeah. How do you deal with it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so when we were planning this episode, it was clear to me that there are a bunch of perspectives and angles in which friendship can be part of a heartbreak. And these are, you know, number one, when your ex wants to stay friends. Number two, when you want your ex to stay friends. Um, Three, when... Feelings get tied up with friends with benefits, and you realize you caught the feels. Yeah. Um, and lastly, when it's unrequited love, and you never actually were in a relationship, it was just like you wanted to. Yeah. And, and you <laughs> might exactly have even
1: pushed for it, and the other person yeah. just wanted to stay. Yeah.
0: If um, friends, platonic. Stay friends, mm-hmm. platonically. So, yeah, this is the infamous and problematic friend zoned Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and we'll talk about why that term is so problematic but first let's briefly touch on the other two angles but we're gonna focus mostly on this unrequited love so uh number one when your ex wants to stay friends you i mean for this We've talked about this before. Yeah, You need time before that friendship is going to be possible. There's a lot of factors involved in deciding whether it's even worth being friends. So listen to our should we stay friends episode for those. But if you decide, yes, I do want to stay friends with this person, you need time to shift gears. And so anyone who drives a manual car, a stick shift car. Oh, which my God. Can you seriously? Be like the <laughs> minority of americans but the majority <laughs> right. of anyone else um <laughs> no i worked at a dealership when i first moved to denver yeah. uh, and we sold new cars
1: and i don't even think we had sticks even like the yeah. fancy sports cars were were automatic it's uh so mm. i mean i yeah
0: I love manuals. Oh they're great. I have um, tried Yeah, so they're not great for traffic, much. but you know, <laughs> I I only when I got my new car, I only got an automatic because it was the um CVT and like it's like fake manual at that point. Like there's there isn't I like gear so anyway, you're talking about. Oh, it's the constant. <laughs> it's like a conical transmission. So there's not like six steps. You're it's, about. <laughs> it's infinity gears, basically. Mm. Okay. In which case it's just stupid to like limit yourself to six. So anyway, all right. I digress. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. So if you're driving a stick shift, you'll be familiar with how you press the clutch in. And when you're doing that, you're actually disengaging the engine. So you're, you're no longer connected to any gear. That's why you kind of coast. And that's the same thing you have to do in order to become friends with your ex is you can't just shift from one gear to the next without disconnecting first and giving yourself time to like pull yourself out of the situation, heal and be prepared and going the right speed and the right, you know, RPMs and everything. I'm not that much of an expert, but- Oh God, you just threw around
1: so many terms
0: that (laughs) (laughs) I'm not an expert, but (laughs) I'm not an expert, but you know, anyways, you, you have to be able to enter the other gear and that requires removing yourself from the first gear. So, you know, you need time. And that Mm -hmm. could be a month. That could be six months. It really depends on the person. It could be never, it could be never, you could Mm -hmm. never be okay with like having someone in your life that you associate with pain or bad
1: memories or love or sex. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So and yeah. I think sometimes the person who's the one pushing to be friends as in this case can put kind of some judgment on the other person. And you know what, it is not up to them anymore yeah. at all to tell you, um, what your relationship means and what you should do. And it's, you know, I think really unfair when that happens and it really doesn't
0: matter what they think or yeah, want. Exactly. <laughs> they, they gave up that right. So yeah, their opinion no longer matters. Um, mm-hmm. Agreed. And even if you might have dated someone from your social circle
1: or have other quote, you know, practical reasons for keeping the door to friendship open, or you think that you have to, which is something that we hear, you can act, Mm. you can still do no contact, you can still make some, you know, mature grown up decisions um, and, and, you know, cut them out for at least a time. Even if you think there might be a friendship in the future, you can still take time, away to heal and get them out of your system. All right. There's nothing that's, you know, an obligation, nothing that you have to do. Even if you have friends in common, all too often people use the friendship or the friendly feelings they have for their ex as an excuse not to commit to the hard work of breakup recovery and putting themselves first. Okay, I know this is a little harsh. This is one of those, you know, tough love coaching moments that we sometimes have on this show, but you know, you don't have to see them because of any reason. You can say that you're choosing to, but you don't have to. And you know what, if you have friends in common and you're saying, "Well, we're getting together as friends or one friend has a function and this other person's going to be there." You know what? Good friends will understand if you're not going to all social functions for the time being. I I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So something to consider if your ex wants to be friends and you're trying to make this decision, as we did talk about on episode 44, um, should I stay friends with my ex? Something to consider is whether you were friends before the relationship started. So for instance, if you met someone on an app, you were not friends before. <laughs> you might have yeah, friendly yeah. feelings for them now, but often you met someone and moved straight to romance. Not always, but often in this world. Yeah. Um, this happens, like I said, a lot on dating apps or when we meet someone possibly at a bar or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in the context context of turning it into a romance, you know, like meeting someone out, uh, like I said, out of bar and flirting with them. And, you know, one person asked for your number. That's in the context of dating romance. So, um, if you weren't friends before, there's probably not a, you know, good foundation for a friendship. And, um, there's also the cliche. I love them, but I never liked them. So if you've ever thought that about your ex, uh, I don't know, where's the foundation for friendship, um, in the midst of this decision-making you'd might want to err on the side of you know, it's probably probably not worth
0: the worth the heartache right now. Yeah, at least. yeah, right now at least. Yeah, and then you know, if you're getting pushback from your ex about, you know, they're like, "Well, why don't you want to be friends?" Mm-hmm. You know, uh, seeing whether your ex respects your boundaries and telling them, you know, "Hey, I need time to get to that point."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that will tell you a lot about you know, how, how much respect they have for you as a friend. And it's okay to say no, especially if someone is not letting you say no, or is pushing you to say yes. Um, It's okay to stop trying to reason with them and just cut off contact.
1: Yes. I, you know, we hear, I'm just, you know, I, I don't really want to talk to them right now, but you know, I'm just trying to be nice. Well, how good of a friend is it
0: who can't give you some space? Exactly. Especially, you know, if you've like communicated like, Hey, I'm really hurting right now. I don't think I'm ready at this point to be friends. Like, can we reconnect in the future about it? Like I'll reach out to you when I feel like it's ready. If they're pushing back on that, you've communicated your needs. You Mm -hmm. do not owe them any further explanation. It's not ghosting at that point. If you stop talking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's not, you know, it's not being nice to you. Yeah, it might be being nice to them, but that's not a good friendship. It's not a good relationship. That's not good. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. All right. So what about when you are the one who wants to stay friends? Oh my God. (laughs) If you love this person as a friend and want them in your life, you're going to have to accept that they might not be ready to immediately transition to the new friendship dynamic. I don't think that it's, it's, it's good at all. I think even if you both really want to stay friends that, that you still need the month apart. Um, and just remember friendship doesn't mean talking every day. And I see this too. People say they're going to stay friends after they break up and then they just keep talking, you know, it's not checking up on one another. This absolutely drives me crazy when I hear that people feel that they need to check on how their ex is doing after a breakup. Where is the opportunity or the room for healing and learning what your life is, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They shouldn't be your support system for after the hurt that, you know, Mm -hmm. that likely they caused you. So, (laughs) um, so
1: you're not meant to have as much interaction as when you were together. How many friends do you text every day?
0: Not many. Not many. No. Like, pretty much no friends. Like, even Mm -hmm. my closest friends, it's like maybe, maybe once or twice a week, Mm -hmm. you know? Right.
1: And if you do have a friend that you text every day. I mean, that's a very, very, very close friend. Um, That's that's quite unique. Probably not the level of interaction that you need with an ex. Yeah. Um, But, you know, in the case of an ex, friendship could mean being able to attend the same party with a shared friend group. This Mm -hmm. is a big thing that we hear all the time. Um, Forcing anything more is bordering on insisting on the same depth of connection as a relationship. And it's a little dysfunctional almost, or at least it's unhealthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not in your best interest. Right. That's I a very say. good way to put it. Claire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Time after a breakup is for both of you to explore the new life that you now have outside of the relationship. If you're texting every day and checking up on each other, um, if you're making decisions based on what the other person is going to think or feel, this is no life outside of the relationship, right? Mm. A breakup is an opportunity and allow for this opportunity to create the magic that it can by creating distance with this person. I so promise beautifully you. Said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's true. If yeah. You, you know you can't allow it in if you're interacting. Exactly. With
0: this yeah. Oh my God. It's like attraction manifestation. Mm-hmm. Like you need to create room for what you want in your life, right? Instead right. of filling that. Mm-hmm. With something that isn't what you want, you know. Right. It's, yeah. All right. So number three, you caught feelings for your friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, very common. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of friends with benefits. Just, I mean, like eventually there's an there's an end, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's usually because someone either started dating someone else or someone caught feelings. But mm-hmm. I feel like catching feelings is like pretty pretty common like yeah i don't have statistics on that but mm-hmm. i feel like it's pretty common so well yes yeah, <laughs> and natural as well when yeah you're like you're you're someone. being intimate with this person mm-hmm. it's, right uh, yeah. yeah it follows that eventually you care for them yeah. as a and person. if your friends
1: you're also interacting outside of yeah. the sex so yeah it can you're it can basically in a relationship <laughs> mm-hmm. at that yeah point. well so, kind of yeah
0: mm-hmm. kind of it's, a, it's
1: yeah. a a form of a relationship yeah.
0: yeah it's definitely a form of the relationship so yeah if your friends with benefits once more and you know about it it's pretty cruel to continue the arrangement by giving them kind of like a non-committal hope of it eventually growing to be more. I yeah. know our listeners are likely not the people doing this, but just you know, putting that out there, you may have to be the mature one and say, you know, yeah, I understand you have feelings and you want to keep doing this, even though mm-hmm. I don't return them. But I'm I'm gonna cut this short, you know, because I can I know that this is not gonna be kind to you yeah
1: yeah a lot of what we talk about on the show is about doing things that aren't comfortable and that are hard and sometimes yes breaking off of friends with benefits isn't the funnest thing in the world to do
0: yeah you know that's grown-up land yeah (laughs) yeah you know you you might find that you are the mature partner in a lot of situations Mm. um yeah yeah
1: So if you can get comfortable with making, making some of these tough calls. Exactly. All right. I think there are some cases where friends with benefits can work and I don't have a problem with it in theory. Um, I do think that if there is hope, it will turn into more. If one person is fooling themselves into thinking that it will eventually become more then obviously it's problematic. So everyone Mm -hmm. needs to be really real with themselves if this is your situation. And I also think that sex with an ex is unhealthy. So if you're saying that it's friends with benefits with your ex. I, I don't think that's even a thing, uh, yeah. but I, I know that people will put that label on it. And um, I also think that a friends with benefits arrangement can hinder the dating to find a partner process. Yeah. So if you're out there looking for someone, but you also are sleeping with a friend, I, I do think energetically, that's probably not the best way to go about it. Yeah. So proceed with caution. Um, and you know what? Maybe we can do a friends with benefits episode. If someone has yeah. a you know interesting story to yeah. tell about this, hit us up. Um, yes, I I have some experiences, but I don't know how interesting they are. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, mean, I would they, definitely they say based on what I've done, as old caution. as
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, be a grown up. <laughs> yeah, awesome. All right, so now we are to the meat of the episode, yeah. which is unrequited love. Mm-hmm. This could be the man who's not your man, as re- Reina and Ashley say on Girls Got to Eat, which is a great podcast by the way. Yeah. We don't know them, but I would love to. Oh, um we want to be your friends. <laughs> we want to be your friends. Um or, you know, there's the person who doesn't want to quote ruin the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um or there's the person who friend zones you, which yep. is that term we had talked about earlier. And it's so common that when I was, you know, talking about wanting to do this episode, I actually struggled to find another word for what I was trying to talk about and it, it took me a while to get to unrequited love because like we just don't really use that right in, in this context. term is yeah so ingrained. Um, it, it's a yeah shitty way to look at, at relationships
1: but yeah it really I mean it's only been around for a couple decades but yeah we do um. we do throw it around a lot yeah. But I mean, it is unrequited love. So uh, it, that's yeah. what it is. It's <laughs> even just when a, we were talking yeah. about doing this episode, we, you know, talked about the term and how to avoid it. And we didn't even come up with saying unrequited love instead of friend zone, even though yeah. we didn't want to say friend zone, but
0: <laughs> ah, we were like, uh, fr- friends, only want to be friends, stay <laughs> friends, <laughs>
1: stay friends. All right. So yes, let's just make sure to cover that um, the term friend zone is very problematic. Yeah. So Melissa Fabello, PhD, is a social justice activist whose work focuses on body politics, beauty culture, and eating disorders. She wrote for the, for the greatest. She said to say, quote, I was rejected and it hurts is one thing. To say I was friend-zoned and it's unfair is quite another. The former acknowledges a common human experience with empathy and compassion, both for you and the person who rejected you. The latter implies that rejection was done to you and that you're now stuck in an unjust situation that you have earned some right to escape through reciprocity. Mm -hmm. It is simply an unfortunate difference on how two people want to engage in a relationship. But many people see it as an offense that one person commits commits against another. It's so good. And it's so true. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, let's
1: do away with this term and let's go on as to why. It's an important
0: distinction. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Like someone did something to me
0: yeah they didn't do anything to you no one owes you anything right exactly
1: she goes on to list the three insinuations that the term friend zone implies one friendship is less valuable than sexual romantic relationships when actually friendship is an honor yeah i mean often friendship lasts longer than many romantic relationships yeah exactly two people owe us sex or romance in exchange for kindness nice guys in rom-coms 500 days of summer yeah such <laughs> a good example <laughs> exactly oh my god yeah he just goes from nice to jerk you know in yeah five seconds flat constantly yeah. and number three people are entitled to what they want whether the other person wants it or not Mm. fantastic i'm really glad that we put this in here because i think you know it sucks when someone wants to be friends maybe if you want something else but yeah. to go around yeah saying that they put me in this zone um yeah uh much much different
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. you have like to as this. if fucking you is the default you know yeah. like
1: <laughs> you're you know
0: <laughs> yeah and you know like often um People stay in the friend zone, quote, while like railing against it. You know, they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, if I just stay here long enough, yeah. like they'll change yeah. their mind. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, you either get over yourself and stay friends, actually friends, instead of expecting mm-hmm. more, or you say, I can't do that because I'm too attracted to you. And then you have to go your own way. Yeah. How about you make any decision? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, Another writer takes a very different tone, but nevertheless, her words really hit the nail on the head. So I'll read them here. This is from Christine Estima for Vice. Mm -hmm. She begins. By using the friend zone, men are telling women that we owe them something. It tells us that we don't have autonomy over our own lives and that that should be decided for us. We owe them sex or a romantic relationship because we should be grateful that a dude, any dude, is being nice to us, even though being nice is literally the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Often, the love-stricken friend in this non-existent zone launches into a volley of romantic gestures. He sends you little hello texts every morning. He comes to all your house parties. He likes everything you post on Facebook. And he tells all his friends about you. Sweet, charming, harmless. Because he just knows you're meant to be together. And if society has taught men anything, it's that persistence pays off. Of course, when women perform the same sweeping romantic gestures to men who clearly say they're not interested, it's seen universally as desperate and sad. Um, Stage five clinger, stalker, bitches be cray. But if a woman tells you she's not interested, she's not speaking in code. Just like when she says no, it's not a yes in disguise or yes, if you pursue me. Stop believing women don't know how to accurately express themselves and stop believing you can claim a woman because you saw her first or because you're positive you're exactly what she needs. The argument that men can friend zone women has been put out there, but it ignores one universal truth women don't see men as binary options like fuckable or friend Mm -hmm. women have complex nuanced confusing fulfilling tumultuous relationships with women men and non-gender binary persons naturally men can as well but the type of man who claims he's been put in the friend zone is explicitly telling you he's categorizing your worth on whether or not he wants to stick his dick in you yeah so i know that's good oh yeah so I think that's important because you know I do think it is possible you know for it to go the other way but mm-hmm. that man is not being like I've been friend zone, right <laughs> yes you know? obviously he's um, like oh darn yeah. she's not into me mm-hmm. you know that's her right to say that that's that's mm-hmm. totally you know fine I'm sad right. but I'm not being mm-hmm. like i've been wronged yes it's a bit
1: of a generalization but yeah i think men do use this term more and if a man was using the term yeah i mean that is obviously what he means and you know a man can tell a woman that he just wants to be friends but it's just not the way that we're typically using the the term in this yeah society yeah
0: exactly I know we have plenty of male listeners and this is not intended to make you feel personally attacked. However, it's just impossible to ignore the historical and also physiological factors that make females denying males a very risky thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we want to be very careful with any terms that can strengthen that imbalance of power. And also we use
1: this term so much that, you know, I think that we could have some listeners who use it
0: and don't really understand the implications. Yeah, that was me. That uh-huh. was me uh-huh. before doing a lot of this research. You know, mm-hmm. I just didn't really think about what the implications were. Right.
1: So just let's use some different terminology. You know, we do have a ton of male listeners, which I'm just so excited about. And yeah. just, I think that's really cool. Um, so mm. I just want to say, you know, toss the term out, toss the expectation out yeah. um, of, you know, a, a woman, you know, um, sleeping with you or putting you in the friend zone. And yeah, just like rise to the occasion a little bit. Yeah. We're, we're
0: giving you the chance to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and when you know better, you can do better. Yeah, so, exactly. you know it's it's not to be like, oh my God, if you've used this term, you're a terrible person. It's no, like, oh no, no, no. But you know now that we're aware of right. this, we can mm-hmm. choose to do something different. So yeah. yeah Awesome. So let's take a quick break and tell you all about another podcast you may enjoy. If you are enjoying this discussion and that's our friends over at the messy path. All right. Messy path is a podcast on all things, relationships, personal growth,
1: intuition, and being a woman on the messy path of life. It features Whitney, a previous guest and a member of our IG dating chats that we're Ooh. doing every other week They're and so Arielle fun. an RTT therapist. They've joined forces to share reflections on their personal growth journeys and stories from their work as therapists and coach to provide guidance, support, and tools for us all to use along the messy path of life. They did a really cool episode this week where they spent an hour just talking about songs from their past that have been um, influential and meaningful.
0: It was really sweet. I think our listeners would like it. I like that. So you can head on over to the link in the show notes um, for their info or search Messy Path on your favorite streaming service.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. What to do if you want to preserve a friendship with someone who wants to stay platonic. So I think the wording is important here. If you want to preserve a friendship (laughs) with someone who wants to stay platonic. yeah, That's (laughs) the thing about the term friend zoned. It's saying that you don't even really want to be friends. You don't want to be friends. It's like you're doing it against your will. Otherwise, you would just say we're friends.
0: Yeah. You want
1: to say I'm in the friend zone. All right. Yeah. Well, so you're not really seeing her as a friend or them. Yeah. as a friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. So first off, if you want to maintain a friendship with someone who you had or have romantic feelings for, and it's not going in that direction, practice non-attachment. Mm-hmm. Do the work to leave any hopes or expectations for the friendship to grow into something more. You know, this may mean taking some time away, but this friendship has to be worth it just for what the friendship is, which can be an amazing thing. Yes. Spending time together is for the joy of it, not for laying a foundation for romance. Yeah. As with all of dating and really interacting with people, I guess in general, socializing certainly, the best way to present yourself to others is to approach the dating situation without attachment to the outcome of what will happen. Our desired outcomes don't exist. I think that's really important to remember, especially with this, you know, term friend-zoned. This yeah. idea of the ex- of the outcome is not a thing it doesn't exist in real life there's stories yeah yeah there's stories we have created in our heads that put unreasonable expectations on others do you want to take a deep dive into how to use this principle as you meet people yeah check out our (laughs) (laughs) sorry you. check out our buddhism episode which we'll link to in the show
0: notes Awesome. Yeah, it's just like a relationship. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. like getting over a relationship. Even if you were never actually with this person, Mm -hmm. you were rejected or you're anticipating rejection because it's pretty clear what this person wants is just Mm -hmm. friendship. You may need time to get there. So, you know, back to the car analogy, you know, remember all of that. You may need to take a little time apart in order to get to the friendship you know and that not might not necessarily be you know um having a conversation with them and being like I'm not ready to be friends yet you know (laughs) especially if you haven't actually you know talked about your feelings with this person it Mm -hmm. may just mean that you know for a month or so you're you're you know, you're not inviting them places and you just kind of yeah. like let some natural distance form. You know, you're not like calling each other up at the end of every night, you know. You're, you're just like getting that dependency to, to minimize and, you know, putting your focus into other friendships, you know, maybe you just make sure that when you do see them, it's always in a group setting or something like that, just inviting other friends along. And, you know, that will help you um, have the space to get your head back into friendship Um, Yeah, And maybe
1: look at, uh, you know, how was it really a friendship to you ever? You know, maybe that's something that you need to think about before really deciding what the future is going to look like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and in the meantime, invest in other relationships as well. The last thing you want to do is establish a pattern where the friendship has the time, commitment, and connection level of a romantic partnership, just minus the label, Yeah, right. Energetically, you are not making space for someone who actually wants a romantic relationship with you in your life. Mm -hmm. Don't use someone or let someone use you as a placeholder. Risking the friendship for the feelings is not worth it. Ask yourself if you are capable of staying friends after being denied. All right. Be, be honest here. At what point are you just torturing yourself? Which, you yeah. know, you don't want to do that either. If it's yeah. too hard, it's, you know, it's too hard. It's fine to accept it. Hearing mm. about them hooking up or dating others while you just tell yourself that you, you know, won't give up or that you'll stay the course or that you really love them and you'll, and they'll see it is, you know, really not what yeah. adult relationships are about it's not a firm foundation for, for a romance.
0: Yeah. And we don't (laughs) want that for you. Like that's, that's miserable. We want Mm -hmm. you to, to have the room to find someone who's actually going to be a committed and good fit for you. That brings you joy instead of, you know, you should
1: equally want to be in the relationship. I think starting out like this is probably not the best way. You know what? Like we often say, we're talking about the rules here, not the exceptions. And, you know, regardless, this isn't, you know, putting yourself first. If you are going to say that you're not going to give up, it's, it's putting the other person or the fantasy of the The idea of the other person way ahead of your own needs. It's time to readjust your priorities and your outlook and just start looking elsewhere.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, and let's stop romanticizing the "I'll wait for them," yeah, like trope. You know, mm-hmm. like let's start romanticizing. I'm putting myself first, and I'm finding someone who appreciates me, mm-hmm. who I appreciate for yeah. them as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I mean, that's really that's confidence, really, and that's Ooh. what you want to be bringing to the
0: table, people. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So that I hope that helps. You know, put your Put your head into like a better place, and give you permission to, you know, put yourself first and to start healing from the man who's not your man or yeah. <laughs> the woman who's not your woman. Um, mm-hmm. like yeah. So I really hope that helped. And yeah. and it's
1: and like we said before, it's not easy.
0: It's um, not easy. You know, I know some. Yeah. You know, a
1: lot of people just want to know, like, what should I do? What should I do? And sometimes it means it's going to be really icky for a couple weeks. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. So, yeah, if you enjoyed if you- this. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review. It really, really helps us get out to more people and come on by and join the Facebook group if you'd like some more support from us, but also our community in there, which is super active.
1: Yeah, uh, we are really proud of this uh, Facebook group. It's yeah, yeah, super supportive, lots of movement in there. Um, yeah, yeah, lots of members giving support, lots of Claire and I giving support. So mm-hmm. come over and join us. Yep, let us know what you think in a review. And don't forget, if you send us a review,
0: Send us a screenshot and we'll put a thank you card for you in the mail. Yeah. So cool. So, with that, we are going to do breakup ballads again today. Do, do, do. Do, 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 breakup ballads. So, today, you know, sticking with the theme, we are doing Friends Don't by Maddie and Tay. Yeah. Nice work choosing thank this you. song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so good. I, I almost did um you belong with me by taylor swift because like that's a pretty um popular like wanting more out of a friendship song um a- yeah I, do you know this song self-esteem
1: by offspring
0: Cause no, I got
1: no self-esteem. Oh, oh I probably hey, would
0: yeah. recognize it. <laughs> Yeah, I it's also also Oh, I that would have been a good one, too. But this is perfect. This is yeah. Perfect. So do you want to dive in?
1: Jess? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. this is such a cute song, too. All right. Friends Don't by Maddie and Tay. They don't cancel other plans, have conversations with nothing but their eyes. They don't hear each other's names and forget to concentrate hits a nerve, and lights you up like dynamite. So I'm just wondering, this have conversations with nothing but their eyes? So mm-hmm. they're saying that this is something that's like a two-way streak here, right?
0: It seems it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're talking about, you know, a friendship that is definitely, um, you know, has, like we were saying earlier, the emotional and um, time commitment that a relationship would. And, um, yeah. So have conversations with nothing but their eyes. I mean, they're just like, you know, you make eye contact and you know what the other one is thinking. Uh,
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think of it in that way. All right. They don't almost say I love you when they're downtown somewhere just a little drunk they don't talk about the future and put each other in it and get chills with every accidental
0: touch oh thoughts? yeah i mean so clearly the singer i mean it's two two people but they're you know um the perspective that is speaking and the song I mean, they're, they're like, hey, all of these signs point to us being way more than friends. Mm-hmm. Why are we calling each other friends? Yeah. I, I keep
1: on thinking every time I listen to this song, just like, I need more information to, yeah. you know, like make a call because I have some <laughs> unanswered questions, you know, like, why are they still friends? They, yeah, you know, say it in the song, which I wish there was just a little insight into what yeah. the situation is.
0: And I, I think, you know, I think it's purposely vague like that they're like, um, the, like, it seems like both sides of this relationship, neither person can let each other go. But for some reason, they can't take that step and like actually be like, yeah, this is more than friendship. We should just be together. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it's just people's
1: you know, issues with intimacy. I had a yeah. situation like this when I was in Melbourne. It was like, we did this push me, pull me thing for like a few years. Oh my and God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, we couldn't fully let each other go, but then we just couldn't fully like commit to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a little hard to explain why.
0: You know what mm-hmm. this reminds me of?
1: Raina james
0: and uh what's his butt (laughs) in nashville deacon claymore deacon (laughs) Deacon Clayborn. it's a great name great name i Um, know especially
1: for a country western singer
0: oh man what i mean they they wouldn't be just like fred you know like (laughs) (laughs) it's a tv show they better have good names um okay so continuing on I keep telling myself this might be nothing but one look in your eyes and god there's something you can lie to me and say you don't but I know you do and I love you too
1: oh
0: it actually
1: hurts a little it hurts Mm -hmm. yeah and
0: then so chorus friends don't call you in the middle of the night couldn't even tell you why they just felt like saying hi Friends don't stand around playing with their keys, finding reasons not to leave, trying to hide the chemistry, drive a little too slow, take the long way home, get a little too close. We do, but friends don't. Yeah. Wow. This is mm-hmm. one of the more complex songs I think
1: that we've done. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I love a song. It's so, I mean, I, I think the perspective I take with this, the angle is that... Um, is that this is her telling the, the friend who's not, who's more than a friend, clearly yeah. emotionally, mm-hmm. um, she's telling them like, Hey, you know, that this is happening. I see this yeah. kind of as her taking the leap and being like, I'm going to, I'm going to risk ruining the friendship and I'm going to say something oh because my God. we do all these things, but friends don't do that. This is not a friendship, you right.
1: know? Yeah. 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 I, I hadn't thought of that perspective. When I was listening to it and going over the lyrics, I just kept on thinking that they've made the decision to stay friends. And this person is like stuck yeah. in the, the fantasy that it, things will change when, they, when it's already been determined that they won't. And
0: yeah. when I
1: listened to it from that perspective, although it's yeah. a very beautiful song, it still feels like a little angsty and which I don't think is empowering but you're right if it's coming from the perspective of someone who's saying you know what it's time to talk about this yeah I think we should do it then it would be very empowering yeah exactly so there's uh, you know we don't know know. we don't Uh. know
0: but you know that's the thing if this is the confrontation if this is the conversation saying like we do this, we do this, we Mm -hmm. do this. And it's not just going
1: on the sexual chemistry or a whim or anything. I mean, they're really outlining why this could be for a good uh, romantic relationship. So in that case, yeah, I would say like girl
0: power. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) Um, calling in the middle of the night, like just to say hi. Right. Right. Whereas if they had decided
1: to stay friends um, instead of taking it to the next level and they're still doing things like calling each other that I I would say toxic. So Maddie and
0: Tay, I need more information. I feel like (laughs) I can't make a determination. (laughs) I know we need, we need them on the show. We're going to break it down and be like, let's break down the lyrics. I think it'd be a really fun show. Mm. Like if, you know, monthly we had, an artist come on and actually like explain what they the were background. going for with their lyrics mm, I think that mm. would be so I, cool. I would be
1: down with that um if there's a musician out there yeah. who has a great breakup ballad that they'd like to tell us about yeah I think that'd be beautiful hit us up totally or yeah. if you know a musician you know sp- yeah. spread the word submit submit your songs submit. <laughs>
0: yeah very cool well yeah. so
1: I mean am I allowed to say that it would it do it would depend yeah on the it depends on the okay. angle yeah i think right. so we i don't want to, to make leave up the people rules this in. is our show yeah. so <laughs> <It's>
0: um <laughs> true. all right yeah yeah so if they've already had the conversation and this is them after the conversation toxic not healthy yeah talk if this but... is her confronting the other person saying hey this is what's happening mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure you know about this too mm-hmm. we're not friends we we are definitely more yeah. than friends let's or do this we're, or we're nothing you mm. know yeah which is unspoken in here but i'm i'm inserting that so <laughs> mm. yep that would yeah. be empowering
1: so yeah go either way on this one we'll awesome. wait to hear from maddie and tay but yeah. very very good selection claire thank i like you. this thank you
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so Great if, episode. enjoy the song let mm-hmm. us know if you like the song let us know if you like the episode mm-hmm. and if you if have, you have
1: Songs. <laughs> we said it at the same time. Yeah, if you have songs, um song ideas, let us know. If you have movie ideas, let us know. Yeah. Episode ideas. And we forgot to mention that Claire and I do live coaching once a week in the said Facebook group. Yes. So um we've had listeners sending questions and then come over and join the group to hear our answers, which I yeah. think is cool. So yeah. if um you'd like us to do that or discuss your question on the show, yeah, just let us know when you when you dm us
0: perfect awesome well okay. we will talk to you very soon and thanks Claire. Thanks, time. everyone bye. bye thanks for listening to x files a podcast about breakups broken hearts and moving on if you like this episode tag us on your instagram story so we can connect with you and you can find me claire on instagram at claire lofthouse and me,
1: Janice, on Instagram at gemsformachella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and
0: Moving On.